Hi, I'm Ellen Newhouse, and welcome to Heart and Soul. Are you ready to live a soulfully inspired life? If you are ready to dive deep, get seriously honest with yourself, and learn to trust your deep wisdom, then this is the place for you. I'll be sharing unfiltered stories from my own life and those of many other courageous, creative entrepreneurs and transformational leaders who have dug deep inside themselves to heal, honor their amazing wisdom, and dare to take inspired action. No more sitting by the sidelines wishing for a more satisfying life. It's time for you to become the person you have always dreamed of being. Have a career and a life you love. Join us each week to be spiritually uplifted and inspired into action. And oh yes, I'll be giving you homework to get you moving closer to your dreams. Welcome back to Heart and Soul. I'm your host, Ellen Newhouse. And today I want to talk about something that has really been on my heart, which is, is it possible to have more joy? Is it possible to have consistent joy? Is it possible to have joy in the midst of suffering? So I thought I would start with a poem by one of my favorite poets, Mary Oliver. It's called, Don't Hesitate. If you suddenly and unexpectedly feel joy, don't hesitate, give into it. There are plenty of lives and whole towns destroyed or about to be. We are not wise and not very often kind, and much can never be redeemed. Still, life has some possibility left. Perhaps this is its way of fighting back that sometimes, sometimes happens better than all the riches or power in the world. It could be anything, but very likely you notice it in the instant when love begins. That's often the case. Anyway, whatever it is, Don't be afraid of its plenty. Joy is not made to be a crumb. I love that, especially now when there is so much suffering in the world. I often have patients who ask, you know, is it really possible or even appropriate to have all this joy when so many people are suffering? And my answer again and again and again is yes, because we're all connected throughout the world, whether you can see it or not. And if you could see it, I would like you to imagine like these very thin, thin, thin tendrils that we are connected to one another all over the world. So while some people may be suffering, we can hold joy and love and compassion and send it to them, and it will embolden them to keep going. It will give them the strength. It will give them some levity. It will give them a sense of connectedness, even though they may not know or know exactly why it is. 
But even in the midst of their great suffering, they can have moments of joy, and it will allow them to have the strength to keep going. And even with ourselves, if we are going through a hard time, we can have moments of joy that send like a light bolt of energy that allow us to keep going, allow us to keep growing through this difficult period. So as I have been pondering joy, I have been looking at different research on joy. And what I have found is that joy can actually be developed like a skill. And the way we can develop it on a daily basis is we can do such things as we can reframe our situation more positively. Now, I am not asking you to be airy-fairy like, oh, nothing is wrong, when of course everything is wrong. I want you to be able to do both, which is to look at a situation and to firmly feel all of the difficult feelings. And at the same time, can you find a way to reframe it such as, yes, this is really difficult right now, and I accept where I'm at, and I know that I am growing, even though this feels so difficult. I know that the universe has my back, and even though I may not be able to see why I'm going through this right now, I accept it. I lean into it knowing that it is helping me to get to my next step in life. And as you reframe it, I'd like you to be able to see, can you feel the joy in knowing that the universe has your back? We can also grow our joy by experiencing gratitude and by our ability to experience more and more gratitude. So an easy way to do that is on a daily basis to sit down for just about five or 10 minutes and to write, what are you grateful for? What in your life, even though it may be hard, can you be grateful for? Can you be grateful for your good health? And if you are struggling with your health, can you be grateful for the health that you do have? Can you be grateful for the fact that you will get better? Can you be grateful for your beautiful heart? Can you be grateful for your mind? Can you be grateful for the friendships you have? Can you be grateful for your ability to see? Can you be grateful for the abilities that you have? Can you be grateful for the sunshine, for the flowers that you see as you walk to wherever you're going every day or drive past? What can you be grateful for? And how much gratitude can you hold in your heart? And what you will notice is day by day as you do this, your gratitude will grow and your joy will grow. 
And another way you can grow your joy is in your ability to be kind. Can you be kind with yourself? Can you be kind with others who may be struggling? Can you be kind to a stranger who has no clue of who you are, but as you pass them, they felt your kindness. They felt your inner voice saying to them, you're beautiful. I love you. You're on your way. You're doing well. You know, sometimes when I pass strangers, I think these kinds of thoughts, and I know that they are receiving that energy. And another way you can build your joy is to be generous. So what they have found in research is that joy has a lot to do with our ability to be generous to others and to give to others. Now, it doesn't have to be in money, but it can be in kindness of sending your good thoughts to people, to groups of people. It can be your generosity of of a smile. You know, once I was having a very, very, very dark, very dark time in my life, and I was living in New York City, and a woman, an older woman passed me, and she merely smiled at me. And she will never know, or maybe she does, I hope she does. She will know that she filled my heart enough not to give up. So merely smile at somebody. They don't have to return it. It's your generous act. You know, you could do things like bring a few cans of of food to a food pantry. You could send a friend a gift without them knowing. I love doing that. It's so much fun. You could bring flowers from your garden to somebody unexpectedly, which is such a delight. Merely spending 10 minutes a day doing a loving-kindness meditation for others, you will start to see that you consistently have more joy. Helping others ultimately is the way to discover your own joy and to have a happy life. And even though sometimes our attention is so much on what isn't going right in the world, what isn't going right in our life, the truth is joy is our essential nature. I want you to think of it this way. Think of a lamp. And if I remove the shade from the lamp, what you will see is a bright, shining light. We are like that lamp. Deep inside of us, we always have this bright, shining light that is our true divine nature. It's just that Things get piled and piled on top of that. Worries and fears and concerns that soon we forget. We can't readily see our shiny divine nature. So often what we're doing in this practice 
of increasing or cultivating our joy is to remember this beautiful shining light that you are. The other way to cultivate this sense of joy is to notice where do we put our attention? Is our attention mostly on what's not working, mostly on what we don't have, mostly what we're not happy with? Or is our attention on what we desire, what we're hoping for, what we are looking forward to in our minds? And I want you to see if every day you can increase the amount of time you spend on putting your attention on what you're desiring and what you're planning on bringing into your life or creating so that your joy quotient goes up. We create most of our suffering in our minds. Therefore, it should be logical that we also have the great ability to create more joy in our minds as well. It really is a matter of where are we putting our attention and where are we putting our intention? Are we intending to create more joy in our life? Are we intending to bring that which we desire to us? Or are we falling into the habit or the pattern of not believing that we can have what we want. So often, when things aren't going right, we really can get pulled down into that belief that, oh, we're never going to create it. And believe me, your joy will go down. So it's really a matter of staying conscious, staying aware of where is your mind in this moment? Where is your mind in this moment? Where is your mind in this very moment? The ultimate source of happiness and joy is within us, not in money, not in power, not in status. So how do I know that for certain? Well, I have known many multimillionaires, and I am sure you have as well, who are not happy, and yet they have all the money. And I have known people who have great power, and some of them are not that happy either. I've known people, and I'm sure you do too, who have great status, and yet they also do not have the happiness or joy that they would like to have. Now, likewise, I've also known people who have a great amount of money who are happy. So it is not the money because there are both people who have joy in their hearts, who are happy with a lot of money and those who are not. So it's really an inside job. The more we can cultivate the joy within us, the happier we're going to be. Our greatest joy is when we seek to do good for others, 
We're actually wired to be compassionate. We're wired to care for others and to be generous to one another. And yet sometimes, especially in the United States, we can get lost in me, 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 my, 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 and forget the simple, basic rule to having a lot of joy. The more we turn towards others, the more joy we experience. The goal isn't just to create joy for ourselves, but to become a reservoir of joy, an oasis, a pool of serenity that can ripple out to all those around us. Joy is quite contagious, as is love, compassion, and generosity. The more joy we are able to experience, the healthier we become. What we know for certain from research is that joy increases our immunity. It also increases the dopamine and serotonin in our bodies, which affects our circulatory system in a positive way. It increases our metabolism. It even affects the smooth muscles found in the walls of our hollow organs, such as our stomach, our bladder, our intestines, and everything begins to work better as we have more joy within our systems. And in this day and age, I think anything that we can do to increase our immune systems, we will be grateful for that. So what can we do on a daily basis? Well, one thing you can do is you can smile. Your brain, as you smile, actually reduces your stress and heart rate, and it elevates your mood. You can also smile into your heart, and you will notice you will start to feel more joy. You can dance. You can exercise. Any kind of exercising, swift walking, running, any and all of it, really diverts the mind off of your negative thoughts and worries, and you will feel better. You can take a walk in nature. You can take a forest bath. You can kiss a loved one. You can pet a dog. You can spend 10 minutes in a compassionate, loving, kind meditation, sending love out to the world. And you can remember to ask yourself, where are you putting your attention? And what intention are you holding for yourself? And I want you to remember this. Above all else, joy is always a choice. Thank you so much for being with me. I will see you next week. And I would love it if there are things that you would love for me to cover. Please let me know. If you have questions, please also let me know. And if these episodes are helping you, please, please, please definitely let me know that too. Thank you so much for being with me. And again, I'll see you next week. Bye now. Thanks so much for joining me on the Heart and Soul podcast. It's such a joy for me to be with you. 
I know firsthand how much easier it is to rise when you have community to laugh with, shed a few tears with, and be inspired by. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, go subscribe, rate, and review it on your favorite podcast platform. If you have any questions or comments, any topic ideas, or you might want to be a guest on my show, please contact me directly at ellennewhouse.com. And while you're there, grab the special resources I have created for you to begin to take inspired action in your own life. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you next week.